You don't know how you met me. You don't know why you can't turn around and say goodbye. All you know is when I'm with you, I make you free and swim through your veins like a fish in the sea. The Jay Garvin Show, Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays from 8 to 9 a.m. here on KRDO News Radio. Now, here's your host and founder of Garvin's Group of Churchill Mortgage, Jay Garvin's. This segment is brought to you by Empire Title, Bill McAfee, your best of the best Colorado Springs gold winner. Well, welcome to each of you out there earning a living this morning, whether it's Saturday and you're driving a truck, doing errands, sitting at your house and working, or just finally relaxing after a long day of work. My name is Jay. You're listening to the Jay Garvin Show right here on Cardio News Radio, and I want to thank you for sharing this hour on Saturday or maybe listening on Sunday with me. I appreciate it. You do have a choice, and I'm glad that you chose me. If you've never heard me as a host, I want to say welcome. I want to say I'm Jay. I'm your friend. You can reach out to me directly at 719-330-1457. You can also go to RadioMortgage.com, RadioMortgage.com. That's a place where you can go into the Garvin's group of Churchill Mortgage. Not only am I the host of this show, but I also am the founder of Garvin's group of Churchill Mortgage. And we are the exclusive lender for Dave Ramsey, not only in the Pikes Peak region, but also nationally. So I am excited to be partnered with someone who is the heart of a teacher, and that's what Dave Ramsey is, but also Mike Hartwick, the owner of Churchill Mortgage, who I partnered with is an amazing individual, very intelligent financially, a godly man, has some great morals, some great standards. He often reminds me, Jay, it's never the wrong time to do the right thing. That's my mortgage world. This is my radio world, a bubble that I pop into once a week, and I've been doing this for five years. So if you're joining me, I appreciate it. If you hear my commercials throughout the week, I have more depth than a 30-second or a 60-second Soundbite before I went on the radio here, I told Matt that I was driving to work the other day and right here on KRDO, which I love, their family, Mike Lewis, Joanne, Matt, Neil, everybody here, all of them are people that I know, but I heard no less than five to seven mortgage commercials right here on my home station, and that's fine, that's great, that's exciting, that shows me that we have a great time of refinance and purchase and interest rate markets right now. But I also laugh because you just can't come onto the radio and put in a 30 or 60 second commercial and automatically expect it to stick. I want to argue my case with you right now. I've been on the air here educating you, having fun with you now for five years running. Matt and I have done over 250 shows, five years consistently, every single Saturday, many times Sunday replay of educating you about mortgage, about finance, about real estate, about your budget, about your retirement. And that's where I get excited because when you hear my commercial or even I hear my commercial next to someone else's, I want you to know that I am different. Not because I'm more special, just because I've been more committed to you, the listener. You are more than a mortgage transaction to me, more than a 60-second soundbite on a commercial. I want to educate you. I want to build a friendship with you. Of course, I still want to do your mortgage like anybody else. I'm all 
always straightforward about the fact that I basically have a one-hour educational show that's an infomercial selling real estate, selling mortgage, but I don't stop there. I also am the only radio show host, let alone mortgage broker, in Colorado Springs that promotes debt-free home ownership, of course, other than Dave Ramsey, who is the boss, the big shot, on KRDO News Radio. He's been doing it for 23-plus years, and I am an individual who passionately embraces having the heart of a teacher. I'm an individual who passionately embraces education. I don't have to tell you that. I've shown you that for the last five years on Saturday and I'm excited to have you here, and I've got an amazing show that's going to add a lot of value to you for the last three weeks. Now, I have focused on the economy, I've focused on demographics, and I've focused on trends. I mean, I think it started back in the middle of February when I did Crabs in a Bucket, talking about how our economy is affected by China's economy, is affected by Japan's economy, is affected by European economy, the European Union, and vice versa. But then I did another show, I think it was on Saturday the 20th of February, where I did a show called Chinese Fire Drill. And that means, hey, be careful, because all of these economies connected like crabs in a bucket pushing and pulling each other around can be affected by one crazy chaotic event or two and that's what i call the chinese fire drill because that's what the chinese economy is in right now it is in turmoil at best all you need to do is google chinese economy and you can get four hours of material on that and then last week i had fun and did the demographic juggernaut and that is a big explosive event, a juggernaut, and that's what our economies of millennials, baby boomers, Gen Xers, silent generation is. And today I'm pulling it all together, Matt, with a drum roll. The title of today's show completes this series, and it finally is Crystal Ball Prediction. That's the name of today's show. I am going to be your fortune teller, your crystal ball reader. The name of the show is Crystal Ball Predictions, and this responsibility does not come lightly. I started studying early in my days as a Padawan, and now I am a full-fledged home mortgage Jedi. With the lightsaber going and the training constantly underway, I spend hours and hours with the Mortgage Jedi. That Mortgage Jedi is an industry where I've done over 4,500 mortgage transactions, been in it over 16 years, probably read 10 to 20 periodicals a month. I've got more than a half a dozen in front of me right now. I spend a lot of time with individuals like Bill McAfee, my partner here on the radio, Economic Update. I spend time with Paul Richards, who's got a show here on KRDO, who is very well read. And, of course, I read the Drudge, Bloomberg, the Denver Post, the Gazette, endless different books about blue ocean strategies, how to win and grow rich, how to influence friends and influence family. I mean, I just have hundreds of books that I continue to read, and that's where I get my training, and that's where I am humbled to download some of that to you, the listener. And I appreciate it, and if you're limited on time, I want to let you know if you have to go, you always can go to Radio mortgage.com. I want to help you with your mortgage. I want to help you with your purchase transaction. I've got a housekeeping that I'm going to cover next with all the classes that I do. You can reach out to me personally at 719-330-1457. I have a team of eight individuals here in town. We work nationwide with Churchill Mortgage with all of the best interest and in mortgage rates. We have 
VA loans, which almost 50% of all of our volume is helping military folks, and that's exciting. We do a great conventional loan. Right now, conventional rates are at about 3.8% on a 30-year fixed mortgage. On a VA mortgage, 30-year fixed, no interest, no origination, is about 3.25%. You have some credits with that. If you want details, all you need to do is call, and we'll tell you the APR. We will tell you the closing costs, the fees. That's for a typical $200,000 loan. Churchill Mortgage is the only company in town that can get you qualified. I am the only one that I know of that can get you qualified with no FICO score. If you have a FICO score, that's fine. If you don't, that's fine. We can help you get a mortgage. So reach out at 719-330-1457. And let me give you a prelude to the show. See, with the rise and fall of the automobile industry and the rise and the fall of the airline industry, the rise and fall of even the mortgage industry, all of these are just scratching the surface of all the trends and all of the shifts of the economy the housing boom and the housing bust, all of those economic shifts are existing within a pattern. And if you understand the pattern and the reasons behind them, you can start to be ahead of the economy shifts instead of behind the economy and the economic shifts. And that's what I'm talking about today, crystal ball predictions. Because I can give you my theory on why all of these economic shifts happen. I can give you predictions on when they happen. You can benefit from that by taking advantage through retirement strategies, through work employment strategies, through purchase strategies. All of that comes after the break. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show. We will continue with Crystal Ball Predictions on Caradio News Radio. Come closer and listen to what Zoltar has to tell you. For I tell you it is true. The smallest good deed is better than the grandest intention. Take it from me, the great Zoltar. Intending shall get you nowhere, but doing, yes, that will bring you much, much reward. Sis Boomba. Sis Boomba. Describe the sound made when a sheep explodes. The Jay Garvin Show, Home and Mortgage Talk. We're back with the founder of Garvin's Group of Churchill Mortgage, the only mortgage company endorsed by Dave Ramsey. Here's Jay Garvin's. Three dog night. <laughs> What's a bad night for a tree? Well, thanks for staying with me. I am Jay. I'm your friend, the host here at Cardio. News Radio, The Jay Garvin Show, Home and Mortgage Talk. We have Crystal Ball Predictions. That's the title of today's show. This is a follow-up from last week when we did Demographic Juggernaut, talking about the, the different explosive potential of generations, uh, specifically the millennials and the baby boomers and how they've affected the economy. The week before that, I talked solely on the economy and how it affects your mortgage and your bills and your budget and your mortgage payment with Chinese fire drill because the Chinese folks right now are in a little bit of a quandary with their actual economic status. And ah, there we go. Every week when I start to get rolling, there's the knock on the door. That's housekeeping. Housekeeping. Let me step aside a, a little bit from crystal ball predictions and the economy and talk specifically about your and my backyard information and articles and news right here in the Pikes Peak region. I'm looking. 
at the business section this week. We've got some great pieces of information. First and foremost, we actually have Colorado Springs again that has been voted one of the top five places to live. And this was actually done by uh, the U.S. News and World Report. Doug Fitzgerald reported on that, and this came earlier this week. And it said Colorado Springs was named the fifth best place to live by the U.S. News and World Report. Denver topped the magazine with the annual rankings as the best place, which doesn't surprise me. A lot of our prosperity here in the Pikes Peak region has been a over- spill from Denver and all of the activity and growth that they've had there. It's interesting that the other top five cities, first Denver was number one, Austin was number two, Fayetteville, Arkansas was number three, Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina was number four, and then Colorado Springs. And that's pretty amazing because with that ranking that we got, it really said Colorado Springs had a 7.4 overall score, which is great. But as far as the appealing nature And the aesthetic surroundings, Colorado Springs got like a 10. And then down in the high sixes, 6.8, 6.9, was the employment possibilities, the cost of living, and other things like that, with an overall rating of 7.4. And that's really fantastic. One of the other things that I want to tell you about is that with Colorado Springs, you've got the whole top 10 list that I'm going to read you. Denver was number one. Austin was number two. Fayetteville was number three, Raleigh-Durham was number four, Colorado Springs was number five, Boise-Idaho was number six. Get this, now Seattle-Washington, Washington, D.C., San Francisco, and San Jose, California all rounded out the top ten. And there's three different categories there. There is large cities, then you have medium cities, and then you have small cities, and Colorado Springs fits into a medium city. There's three separate rankings in different categories, but the incredible thing is, is the large cities are obvious. Those are cities that are two and a half million or larger. Now Denver is actually at a pinnacle and going into those categories, which is very, very surprising, and it's very good. But the standard with that is the mega cities like New York and Los Angeles and Chicago and now Miami and Houston are in there. You know, cities that are above 4 million individual population ratings are cities that are starting to lose population. And you have cities like Denver and you saw other ones on there, San Francisco, San Diego, They're all growing, and those second-tier large cities are becoming the most popular ones to live in. The reason I mention all of that is because the amount of cities like Raleigh-Durham, Colorado Springs, even Boise-Idaho, these are all cities that are 250,000 up to a million, and these are the cities that are going to be the most popular in growth, many people predict, over the next 10 years. So we've got a lot of potential right in our backyard. This is one of the biggest reasons why I've done so many shows about real estate and the potential of Colorado Springs real estate. This is the reason why I passionately have purchased over four properties in the last four years, and I'm literally in discussion of purchasing a fifth right now because I don't teach this stuff in theory. I actually believe it. I believe that I've already easily bought over a million dollars of properties in future value, and I really encourage you to do the same. All of the articles here, 
says a strong start in 2016 for local home builders. Right now in Colorado Springs, in the housekeeping segment, I'm going to share with you, we physically don't have enough houses to fill the demand, and we don't even have a robust growing job market yet. That's why many of you who are homeowners, I'm preaching to the choir right now because more than 80% of you listening are homeowners, but your coworkers are not. Your relatives are not. Your children are not. Your friends at church are not. There's only 60% of the people in this community that are homeowners, and 80% of the radio listeners here on Caradio are homeowners. So it's up to you and I to work together to get that megaphone and tell people, hey, it might be the time that you own rather than rent. Hey, it might be the time for you to call Jay Garvin's at 330-1457 to take a look and see if there's something to the fact that we're one of the top five rated communities in United States, and it might be a good time to buy. I'm not going to get down drilled into all the details, but right now you can still buy a good house in Colorado Springs for at or about $100 a square foot. Definitely not more than $130, $40 a square foot. And I honestly believe between now and 2020, between 2016 and 2020, we're going to start to see such an explosion in real estate by 2020 to 2025, the median house price range is going to be at $200 a square foot. So you've literally got a chance to double your money. Why? Because Warren Buffett says, as in another article I'm referring to here, buy low and sell high. And other articles I want to bring to your attention is one that says we've got a mix here. We've got a lot of potential in the housing prices. They're still affordable, but the inventory in Colorado Springs is dwindling. Reading another article here and talk to Bill McAfee right here on the economic update that said, Jay, I believe the inventory, the number of homes on the market in Colorado Springs is lower because a lot of the national builders moved out of Colorado Springs in the downturn and there isn't enough demand here to move back in. The Pulte homes, the Keller homes, stuff like that. We've got great builders like Challenger, Classic, Saddle Tree. These are all local individuals that own these companies and we don't have huge track developments going in like Denver, and the building really slowed down during the Great Recession from 2008 through 2012 to 14. There were just less houses being built. Well, then you have people that went into foreclosure, and now those people are renting, and that's one of the reasons the rental market is so hot. But some of those people now are buying back, and all of those things combined have a record low inventory for Colorado Springs. There's less than 2,000 Houses on the market right now. It is winter, but for a valley, a region that only has 650,000 people living in it, 2,000 properties is minuscule. So when those properties pick up and we get more listings, we might have a crossroads where if the economy softens with what's going on with oil and how that's projected to affect the markets in the United States and bankruptcies in the energy sector. That combined with what's happening with the Chinese economy and the slowing there is we actually may get the opportunity for you again to buy houses. I'm looking at one more article here before I end housekeeping. It's too early to call soaring foreclosures a trend. Hey, you guys, I'll tell you, the fall and the spring have been tough and foreclosures are up again in Colorado Springs, which means some people aren't doing as well as we think they are. So I'm going to get back into the show how you position yourself and make sure that you're not one of the individuals that can't pay your rent or you go into foreclosures. But I'm also going to tell you the whole trend during this show with crystal ball predictions 
is that with the rise and fall of all these industries, automobile, airline, mortgages, housing, building, all of that, a majority of it is set on demographic economic shifts, large generations and small generations. And where is a good time and cycle to purchase a house? When is a good time and cycle to sell a house? When's a good time to invest money in the market? When is a good time to set your money on the side and not invest in the stock market? When's a good time for you to do all of these things and more? But stick around. In the hump segment and in the power segment, I'm going to be finishing that up. I want to finish housekeeping with stating that if you go to radiomortgage.com, I want you to sign up for my classes here in March. On March 15th, the third Tuesday of the month, two weeks from this Tuesday or a week from next Tuesday, March 15th, I'm doing a class with investment property. I want you to sign up for that. Go to radiomortgage.com, pull down classes and schedules, and get signed up. The rest of you stick around or reach out to me during the break at 719-330-1457. I will come back and jump into the show. Crystal Ball Predictions with Jay Garvin's right here on Cardio News Radio. Every life we have some trouble. When you worry, you make it double. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy now. Don't worry. Be happy. So, I hear you want your fortune told. Well, that'll cost you. Five dollars via PayPal. Pay whatever you like. All the I Jay Garvin to... Show, Home and Mortgage Talk. We're back with your home mortgage Jedi and founder of Garvin's Group of Churchill Mortgage, Jay Garvin's. Now click wherever your mouse lies. Where's the beef? Well, welcome back. I am Jay. We're in the meat of the program right now, and I thank you for taking the time. So many of you are clients and friends, and I encourage you to reach out at RadioMortgage.com. Go ahead and say, Jay, I want help with my refinance. I know that rates are historically low, which they are. You'd have to be an ostrich with your head in the sand. 30-year fixed mortgages are down below 4%. Government, VA, and FHA mortgages are down below 3.25% with no origination and no cost. That means your APR is low. You give me a call at 719-330-1457, and I'll help you with that purchase. Or I'll help you with the refinance, but I'm going to jump right into Crystal Ball Predictions here. Crystal Ball Predictions is totally based on supply and demand economics. I have talked about this endlessly on the show. I've talked in programs called Demographics in America. I've talked last week. I did a show starting this conversation on Generational Juggernaut. I've read endless books on this subject, mostly by Harry Dent. And all of this information has led me to believe that you really have a supply and demand dynamic in our economy and all economies around the world. I started to notice this when China's economy and Japan's economy and the European economies and America's economies, especially United States, were all affected in the same time periods. And that's because if you look at all of the countries that were involved in World War II, all of us had baby booms and all of us were affected by the results of those boom or shortfall of babies. 
Because once you have a boom of babies, you're destined then to have a shortfall of babies and almost like a slinky or a pendulum swinging back and forth. You've got a big, robust economy, and then it swings back to a small, short economy. And that's what we did in the Great Depression. That's what we did again in the 70s. That's what we did again from 2007 until really arguably today, 2015. And why do all these things happen? What are some of the books that I've read? Well, I've read books like The Roaring 2000s uh, from Harry Dent, The Next Great Bubble Boom by Harry Dent that he did in 2004. I read The Great Depression. He wrote in 2008, The Great Crash Ahead in 2011. Isn't that amazing? And then The Demographic Cliff in 2014. And the list goes on and on and on. These are all the books that I've read and reviewed. And basically what I found out is this is that if you look at all of the different generations, let's start with the great generation that fought World War II, was born from 1900 to 1925, almost had 58 million people in that generation, and it was a very large generation, larger than the one before it, fought World War II and really pushed United States in and through its industrialization period. But then after that was the silent generation. My parents, people that were born from 1925 to 1945, these were people that were really not old enough to fight in World War II, but old enough to remember the Great Depression. This is the last generation that has a savings account in United States. Let me state that again. This is the last generation that saves money and has a savings account. The baby boomers, not individually, but collectively are broke. Gen X, my generation collectively, has not made any determination whether we will possess wealth or not. We're still trying to earn it. And then, of course, you have the millennials who are riddled with school debt and consumer debt because they're still very young. But the next generation after the silent generation born from 1925 to 1945 is the baby boomers. The baby boomers were born from 1946 to 1964. And there's 78 million of these consumers. And in the first of my statements on crystal ball predictions here today is that this generation very clearly outlined why and how predictions take place simply by what they have consumed in their life. And I'll come back to that. But also, just importantly, is my generation. The Gen Xers were born from 1965 to about 1981, maybe some say 1984. It doesn't matter. We're the MTV generation, Gen X. There's only 45 million of us. So it doesn't matter what the baby boomers are consuming or what the baby boomers are selling or what the baby boomers are growing. There's not enough of me to buy it. So that's a huge concept that right now with people aged 40 to 60 who primarily drive the economy, there's not enough of us to drive the economy into prosperity. We are 30 million consumers short and I will get loud and clear into my crystal ball predictions and how this is going to affect you and your family and how you can get excited and benefit from it. To take a look at what the reality is with 30 million consumers short right now, it's to take all of New York City, period. The metropolitan area of New York City, the metropolitan area of Miami, the metropolitan area of Chicago, and the metropolitan area of Los Angeles and remove them from the face of our country. That's how many consumers we are short of breaking even. And then, of course, you've got the millennials. That's the good news. Millennials are born from whatever, 1981 or 1983, all the way up to like 2002 to 2003. 
There's 87 million millennials, and let me state that again. There's 87 million millennials, and I wish you could see the bar chart graph. And if you want to talk to me more about this and how it applies to your mortgage, and Jay, what does that mean for my wife and I or my husband and my refinance, you call me at 330-1457. If you want to say, Jay, what does that mean as far as selling our property or buying a property, you give me an outreach at radiomortgage.com. Easy to remember because you heard me on the radio and I talk about mortgage. That's what I flap my jaw on and say, Jay, what does that mean for our next purchase? What does that mean for my retirement? I just did a retirement class earlier this month, and 38 people showed up to it. My classes fill up fast. So if you want to learn about investment properties, I'm having a class on the 15th of March, Tuesday night at 6.30 p.m., and you've got to go to radiomortgage.com, go to classes and events, pull down that tab, sign up for the investment property class on March 15th, Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. at my offices downtown before that fills up. It's 50% full right now. I've only got 10 more seats left, and then it's gone. So sign up. But I'm telling you that that's what I talk about because you've got the baby boomers that were 78 million strong in their primary consuming years from 1984 maybe 1986, all the way up through 2006. The largest generation to date was in their primary earning years between 40 and 60 years old. And that's the premise of this entire crystal ball predictions, is that I can predict when people will consume and produce the most in their life, and that's after the age of 40 and before the age of 60. That's why we have economic cycles that come in 20-year cycles. See, the baby boomers changed everything because they had 18 million more consumers than the previous generation. See, the silent generation was 60 million consumers, and the baby boomers were 78 million. That's 18 million extra people wanting to get on an airplane. That's 18 million people wanting a new car. That's 18 million people. And now let me go into this. Let me show you some of the crystal ball predictions, because if you look at the past, it's a picture into the future, a window. Coonskin hats. Coonskin hats back in the 40s sold for pennies per pound and pelt. The cost of raccoon hides went up like 4,000% to like $10 for a raccoon hide because of Davy Crockett. Now, it wasn't because Davy Crockett was such a cool guy. In part, it was TV was popular and word was getting out more. But where it really struck is the largest generation after World War II saw this and every single little kid that was born after World War II wanted a Davy Crockett raccoon skin hat. So they ran out of coon hides because of supply and demand and if you could have had a crystal ball on that you could have made billions. Now what about housing? Housing was not popular at all but after World War II they started to create track housing for the GI Bill, people coming home and there were thousands and thousands and thousands of track homes in Los Angeles and in the Midwest that were being created in the housing boom. Why? Because you had more people than ever, a glut of people that were coming home from World War II. They were getting married, and what were they doing? They were having babies. And that was the baby boom. So before I get to the great predictions and the crystal ball predictions, let me tell you the trends that has happened. The baby boomers also exploded Schwinn bikes. You remember those? Bikes after the war were huge from 1952 to like 1962. Everybody had to have a banana seat, curly bar, Schwinn bicycle. Supply and demand. You had 78 million kids that were being born. 
This same thing happened with the popularity of the Lone Ranger. That's the same thing that happened. Look at, remember when Lee Iacocca invented the Mustang? Sure, it's a great product. If you had the Mustang convertible or the hatchback or the coupe. But in 1964, Mustang and Ford and Lee Iacocca broke all the records in the United States for millions and millions of these Ford Mustangs being sold. Now, come on, you guys. 1964 was exactly like 18 years from the point of the birth of the baby boomers. So what you had is you had a great car, but you also had a perfect time in history when a population, a generation, was ready to get that, and the Mustang exploded. And that's why the Camaro came after that, and the Z28, and all of that was because the baby boomers were all in their 20s. We see the exact same thing now with the millennials and Facebook and Apple and Zillow and all of these things because this new generation is gobbling things up, and I can give you a crystal ball. This continued on. Come on, full-size station wagons exploded because the great generation needed to put kids in their back seat. Then all of a sudden, the housing boom led to an unbelievable expansion of two-story houses because the baby boomers were being born and families were getting bigger. Then all of a sudden, in the 80s, we went to the full-size vans. Now you got to put these baby boomers in vehicles. So station wagons weren't enough. Now you needed vans. Well, then you got to minivans because then the baby boomers then started having families themselves. And then we went to SUVs. Every single thing the baby boomers touched, you can make a crystal ball prediction if you just start from consumption and go backwards. All of this is held true. Now look at the next peak. Why did the airlines expand? The airlines, there's many different factors, but the airlines expanded so much dramatically in the 80s through the 2000s because you had the largest generation in the history of the world that was doing business and they were doing that by traveling. Baby boomers were flying everywhere and anybody who knows anything about airlines is that family travel is a novelty but business travel is what makes or breaks your airline. The same thing with cars. All of the auto manufacturers expanded and exploded in the 80s and even the 90s. And then why were they all collapsing? They all started to collapse, sure, because 9-11. But when the baby boomers started to retire, my generation was so small, we're not going to travel all over on airplanes. There's not enough of us, and they can't make that demand of us. So all of a sudden, airline demand went down, and United Airlines, Delta, Northwest, they all started to go bankrupt. Same thing after the Great Recession with the automobiles. It's not that they were all so bad. It was because after the baby boomers were starting to retire in 2006, they did not redefine themselves like the Asian automobile manufacturers did in creating these rice rockets. Like the Subarus and all of the little Toyotas that go... They all got, you know, neon lights hanging from underneath and they got the fancy mufflers. That's how all the Asian manufacturers went and skipped my generation and started to grab all the attention of the millennials, just like Ford and Lee Iacocca did with the Mustang. So all of these predictions follow a pattern, and that's of large consuming generations like the baby boomers, our small consuming generations like Gen Xers are the silent, and now what I'll finish with in the power segment is where the next largest generation in the history of the world the millennials are going, and how you can make a retirement, wise financial decisions, great real estate and mortgage decisions off the general prediction of where the millennials will go next, and you just be one step ahead of them. I'll be back after the break. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show.
You have made a wise decision to consult Isabella. I sense you have a great deal of unused capacity, which you have not turned to your advantage. The Jay Garvin Show, Home and Mortgage Talk. We're back with the founder of Garvin's Group of Churchill Mortgage, the only mortgage company endorsed by Dave Ramsey. Here's Jay Garvin's. Take notice of your dreams as well as your daydreams. I believe we have made a good connection. I will look for you in the future. Well, it's good to be back after the break. Matt's always concerned when I walk out of the studio because I talk so much he doesn't know when I'll come back. But we're back on the air here finishing out this beautiful Saturday Colorado morning. Hope that you're enjoying the weekend. If you're listening to the replay on Sunday, I hope church went well. And if you didn't go to church, shame on you. Oh, no, he didn't. Sometimes I do video church. Sometimes I make it there. This weekend we're heading up to Avon after the show and I actually won't be in church myself. So I kid you in jest, but I want to tell you I'm finishing up the story and the show called Crystal Ball Predictions. If you're just joining me, you can go to the archives at jgarvins.com. I reminded you, and I will continue to remind you, I'm also the founder of Garvin's Group of Churchill Mortgage. We are the exclusive lender for Dave Ramsey, trusted to have the heart of a teacher. We are the only individuals in Colorado Springs, actually the whole state, let alone Colorado Springs, to promote debt-free home ownership. I believe in creating a budget. I believe in having a reserve. I believe in having no credit cards and only debit cards and go into retirement with cash, piles of it with residual investment strategies. And I start that and passionately live that through the mortgage and through purchasing real estate and balancing that with investments elsewhere. But finishing up crystal ball predictions, I was talking about the fact that the baby boomers changed the way Americans lived. Proof of that was the boom from 1986 to 2006 when they were in their primary consuming years of 1986 to 2006 when they were 40 to 60 years old. And I predicted back in 2004 when I gave my notice at my first mortgage company that I worked at saying that we can't continue to do these mortgages as blindly as we were with no money down and ripping out all the equity to negative equity And I was correct, but only off by two and a half years, and the mortgage industry faltered. In 2006 to 2009, I sold all of my houses, all eight of them. People thought I was crazy as a mortgage broker. They weren't laughing. By 2012, I had rented from 2009, 10, 11, and 12, when the rest of the real estate market continued to melt down. I never lost any money on my houses, and in 2012, My wife and I started to purchase houses again, and I'm back up to four, and I'm buying my fifth. So I don't teach this stuff about crystal ball predictions and demographics and generational economies without practicing what I preach and really believing the stories and the classes that I tell and teach. So my prediction is that our economy will continue to be slow all the way until 2021. We're in a slow economy right now. It really hit us hard starting in 2008 or 2009. My prediction of that is because Gen X, my generation, only 45 million strong, is over 30 million consumers short of that needed to keep the economy moving forward than the baby boomers. Now, the great news in all of this that I'm going to focus my time on is that the millennials are 87 million consumers strong. 
And quite alarmingly, this does not even include all of this crazy adjustment that we're going to have to add for in immigration influx. I think it's crazy that we're letting so many immigrants come over the border, especially illegally, because we don't even have enough jobs for the 87 million millennials, let alone the illegals. And what's the trend with illegals? Very, very few of them are over 40 years old. All the young people are making it here, which means we are stacking the millennial generation with more and more competition. But the great news is, is that just like the baby boomers were 18 million more consumers than your predecessors in the silent generation, the millennials are more than 40 million consumers stronger than my generation, Gen X. Andrew, producer here, told me, Jay, that there's a series going on on National Geographic right now called Gen X. And I'm going to listen to that. I'm going to read about it. I'll report back to you. But here are the great predictions. First, I'm going to give you some of the big takeaways, and then I'm going to give you the great crystal ball predictions. Number one, just be aware of your surroundings. Don't be so busy being broke that you can't look at your surroundings in the economy and make decisions in a timely fashion. Do your research. Readers are leaders. Now, Facebook and Twitter doesn't count, but start to read articles. Start to read the Gazette, whether you do it in paper form or online. Just start to get informed about your surroundings. Number two, use these trends to your advantage because there's always opportunity around you, i.e., there's tremendous opportunity in real estate right now. Tremendous. There's not opportunity in the stock market. The stock market is getting ready for a huge correction. So unless you are hedging your bet against the stock market, your mutual funds and all that stuff are not going to go up. I would advise you to talk to your financial advisor and put some of your financial investments on the side. You're better off making 0% right now than losing your shirt. Do you know if you lose 50% on your investment, you need 100% in order to get back to zero? I mean, that's crazy. So what I'm telling you here is that you want to predict the trends. And here are the predictions. Right now, the predictions based off everything that I've given you is going to say the mortgage industry is going to remain hot this year because interest rates are going to remain low. So you better refinance and purchase your house now because you're going to have more buying power at 3 or 4% than you will at 5 or 6%. 2007 was not a good year to invest in real estate, and 2009 was even worse, but now is a good time. 2021 is not going to be a good time to invest in real estate because the market is going to be much more expensive. We're appreciating over 6% a year. Right now is not a good time to invest in the stock market. The stock market is going to correct, and anything you put into it in a large sum or residual monthly investments is going to correct and go low. So those are the two biggest crystal ball predictions that I'll give you, and you can take that to the bank. I have not been wrong on any of this, and sometimes I wish I was. Because of all of these things coming together, you look at them positively, and I am fired up that the market's going to correct. Because when the market corrects, there's going to be a scare in the market, and I'm going to buy more houses. So you can take advantage of that as well. So please reach out to me personally at 330-1457. Please go to RadioMortgage.com and say, Jay, I'm going to go to your investment class. I want to purchase now. I want to refinance. You make sense. 
But to finish things off, as I always do every week, I encourage all of you to go grow and prosper and tell someone close to you that you love them. Because even though I get excited about it, these mortgage rates and these trends don't matter in the end. Only your relationships and your loved ones, that's all that you can take with you when you go from this earth. But if you've not found your calling, your passion, your purpose in life, stop right now, now, today, and pray to God that he would deliver it to you because that's what I found in you, the radio listener. A passion in my life, a time in the studio that I would come in for free to add value to you. So you pray for that so you can add value to others in your area of giftedness. And again, make sure you sign up for my classes. The next one is investment property on March 15th. Go to radiomortgage.com. You can also get your mortgage started by going to radiomortgage.com. Fill your information on the right-hand side of the website and say, Jay, it's time to get started. For the rest of you, have a prosperous week. And I'll be with you again next weekend. I'm Jay Garvins. You've been listening to The Jay Garvins Show right here on Caradio News Radio. I wonder what tomorrow has in mind for me. Or am I even in its mind at all? Perhaps I'll get a chance to look ahead. The preceding was a paid program on KRDO News Radio. KRDO News Radio does not confirm nor deny the validity or accuracy of the information contained in this program. And the views expressed do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff and management of KRDO News Radio. So tell me, tell me, won't you tell me?